Hi guys, welcome to Different Strokes for Different Folks. I'm Hilda. I'm being sent with the two cents. I am Juliet. I'm Nahila. So um, today is our first episode of Different Strokes for Different Folks. Um, Nahila, why the name Different Strokes for Different Folks? So when we were starting uh, the thought process for how to start the podcast, we figured there are so many issues that revolve sex and relationship in Kenya that are faced mostly by Muslim and aspects of you can't talk about sex and relationships because of culture and so many other things and also the diversity that Kenyans have in terms of in this century, in this 2020 that we're living right now, the number of uh, uh, generations that are living that are existing Mm -hmm. are so many different uh, cultures and how people are brought up and everything Mm -hmm. and how we interact with sex is totally different and relationships Mm -hmm. so hence the name different strokes for different folks from that show in the 90s some of you might not recognize yes i remember different strokes for different folks so that informed the title of this podcast Yes, and basically it's more of like uh, people experience different um, a journey in relationship and also throughout their sex life as well. So we just want to kind of come to that gathering whereby people are allowed, it's more like providing safe space to talk about these experiences without being censored without feeling like am i the one who's alone in this so different strokes for different folks that's that's the name yeah so hilda how do you view different strokes for different folks i mean for me it's a space or it's a safe space where i can just talk about sex mm-hmm. we get and mm-hmm. relationships there's yeah. so much you want to know that if you decide to go talk to someone, someone will think of you as probably a pervert, someone who's a sex addict, which is not the case. We're all, you know, products of sex. So mm-hmm. why not know what pleasures me as a woman and what satisfies me? So I think, or I believe different strokes for different folks is a place to be. Yes, I love the product of sex. So for me, I think it's um, a pillow, a pillow, pillow for for people where they have, you know, the pillow is, is the one that you really, really knows you. Yeah? So I think this is a platform where people ha- um, gather their thoughts and are able to express themselves without victimization, without, without harassment. And then again, it's not just a place where we speak, but we also give solutions and yes. recommend to problems that people are probably going through out there. So yeah. it's not just a talk show, it's not just a thing to get info about or to know about people, but as well as mm-hmm. an education forum and an information, positive information, even for people. I think so. Yeah. When you want to say, my everything to ground me different. Yes. So I think that's a good starting point, and we'll just dive into the subject of what we are to tackle. Nahila can start with you. When was the first time you heard about sex? Um, so from my experience, sex was a taboo topic in our family to actually talk about. So my first interaction with sex was from the show The Bold and the Beautiful. I know a lot of 90s kids know 
the struggles we had to face to watch that program. So it was the interaction between Brooke and Ridge Forrester. Those interactions of the in sexual manners or rather that introduced me to the whole aspect of kissing and relationships and how volatile relationships can be and what family influences can bring to relationships. So that was my first interaction with sex and relationships. Uh, so our our communities uh, they rally behind women being sexual objects in terms of uh, the gender roles that women play in the society. Mm. So even as you're playing that role, you're not informed on it. Yeah. And what you're expected of from a man mm. is not what this time and age expects me from, what a man expects from me. So those navigating those, those uh, timelines with no info from your parents or your people, you had to learn through, through experiences has been challenging and insightful mm, so for me it's been interesting yeah mm, um for me i heard about sex or rather i i got to interact with it for the very first time when i was i think six years old i had not started school i was still like i um i was just i saw it in um a soap opera movie show that was showing in kbc called Maria de los Angeles, yes. <laughs> That's where we have hallway and and that I, I I mean I was just watching it to see images. I couldn't even understand the English that they were speaking. But then now as I was growing up, the, the first time like now I felt it was when there was a show in that was being shown in Citizen TV called El Cuerpo del Diseo. Oh my God, that show was. Who you watch it and I mean you with your parents in a video now feature, especially Mackenzie for kids and having obscene scenes and all that. Yes, but yeah, that's that's my first interaction. So tell me, Vincent, your first interaction and the first time you had about sex, especially being. Male, yeah. Uh, for me, it was just recently, and by recently, I mean being able to speak about it. For me, I come from it is more, as you've said, it was a taboo. Not just a taboo. Even the thought of talking about sex was a problem. Um, I started having this conversation um, around 2008. That's that's when I joined my my first form. Um, there was so much, oh, I mean for the guys they know, in high school there was so much of mm-hmm. pornographic content. Oh really? Yes. The books, mm-hmm. the, the, the smuggling of phones, so that's where I really had the, the, first, like this, the first encounter. I heard about it but then from, I mean my, my, my background, we weren't able to, or we were not in a position to speak about it. But after form, first form, that's when I started having like, the serious conversation and now started knowing about um, sex. Um, not to forget the the reproductive systems where we read in high school, rather in primary school that was in class six. Mm-hmm. But then that was more of the body features, yeah. what changes, what happens, mm-hmm. how you gross do you want? But now that was just from <laughs> you the... gross do you want? <laughs> Say what do you grow? I mean, <laughs> I mean we, we, we are talking of 
green hair in the armpits. Yes, the mention them. Body changing. Yeah, so yes. Body changes, yeah, that was the word. So that was it. But then the actual like the actual conversation was in from my first form, yeah, from one. That's when I started having now like an understanding what happens when you do things, what happens when it this happens, yeah, what happens when you tell a girl this, or what happens when a girl tells you this, how to read the signs, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that that was it. Um, to date now, I don't, I can't say I'm an expert. I'm not, but yes. yeah, at least I'm having, I'm, I'm having like um, vital information regarding to sex, mm-hmm. sexual health, the productive part of it, yeah. Great. Hilda, yeah. on your side. For me, being a lover of books, mm-hmm. let me just say that is where I got my information from. Mm-hmm. Um, reading those books early when, when you're still young and I guess your mind hasn't fully developed. So mm-hmm. there's bits and pieces of kissing, of I don't know what, of the girl was beautiful and all these crazy things just form in your head. How so, do you relate to the girl being beautiful? Um, as in the like, description from uh-huh. now the guy you get to blonde, blue yeah. eyes, yes. uh-huh. attractiveness and then one thing leads to the other okay. and then now uh, as you grow older or rather as I grew older you upgrade the books now it's not just kissing it's all the basics it's now you know there's yeah. action there's but but still it's hiding fathoms you know? <laughs> it's like science eh? i know past, you, you past still papers, don't paper, exactly. practical. No, practical. <laughs> so you no, still don't practical. understand some some terminologies obviously because oh, they are okay. there's something which is a bit hidden but then now as you read and i came to understand yes there's sex and there's now everything which now if you put you get to watch your movies and everything now that is where my basis came from mostly from the books and speaking of the books and all that um i mean you could actually vividly like visualize everything so i can imagine the mind is crazy like you guys you remember ngugiwa thiongo's book i think Yes, yes, I even remember the river between yes. it is the river between, yes. I mean two riches. <laughs> and their hearts were beating as one. <laughs> you know, I, mean, I didn't read that book myself. So. No. No, I was in international school. Come on. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> no, I wasn't. I wasn't. No, I wasn't. I was in Meru. I mean, I was in Meru. Somebody's Meru. But for the river between, I mean, even from the topic, like the, I mean, it's literature. The yeah. river between. Anywho, even even as we go on that, the whole aspect of perception <coughs> yes. with sex. So with such like the river between and what the innuendos were about. Yeah. So how was it growing up and the perception of what sex is mm. in a Kenyan home and in a Kenyan environment with you people mm. around Juliet? Wow. Um so I'll I'll say first of all it was one thing whereby let's say for example saying just the term sex was like a taboo just sex so um i remember there was this time it was a school trip in primary and um, so i remember in primary um it was a school trip and i think it was class eight and then um it, 
it was like a full day trip we were going to Sagan I think and then coming back and people came back very late in the evening and guys were well, you know eh that time when eh <laughs> anyway so um I told my mom that nana kwa gari watu walikuwa wanafanya dhambi I mean I had to say what we wanna find a dummy. I couldn't say people were actually kissing and having sex and making out. And then my mom is like, Dambi, how to see ungele hayo mambo, lakini we make sure to meva boots. I'm like, okay, you can't just tell me to use a condom. Ah, the condom yes. boots. Yes. Ah, so wow. my mom is always like different generation. Yes. That just make sure my bar boots and she couldn't actually talk more or, or just speak about sex and me even saying that what we're gonna find a damn big wagadi like us guys it was kufanya tabia mbaya so yes. the whole you you grow up thinking sex is tabia mbaya that informs even how you relate to yes. sex and yeah. how you relate to your partner because sex is a big component of a relationship yeah. so if you grow up thinking that sex ni tabia mbaya how is that even going to to to, to help your yeah. relationship especially since it's such a big factor in a relationship mm. so the whole how our past our society perceives mm. sexual interactions and such mm. vincent uh, from, from me actually i'm starting from i don't even first uh, begin with the sex even the dating part of it yeah. uh, you tell a parent mm-hmm. i'm dating even parents Atari, uh, using the word dating is a problem they will be like ah when you them say come rafiki like <laughs> even the thought of them dating yeah it, it, it's a problem like personally my, my, my parents i mean they can't even t- ask me like out front like you what's going on between you and plani they'll be like yes you know my come rafiki so even the thought the thought of dating is a problem so what what, what happened now what happen to sex if now sex is a problem even then if this is a problem then can you even have that conversation mm. now that from from that's from my family background from my friends my surrounding um i realize we are different there are people who are comfortable speaking about it mm. from their background to now they can be able to speak and i mean that's why i started now even having more info out of the books for, yeah i think interactions basically has more impact or has had more impact on my understanding of sex mm-hmm. um, as compared to my, my my background and yeah and then again now we are in the digital world yes. so recently like when was on saturday sunday sorry um, mm-hmm. i went to a birthday somewhere in langata and the kids literally the five year old kids so birthday for a five year kid now the the his contemporaries came and they know how to differentiate they i mean they was asking for tetema like on yes, tv yeah, like they want to listen to tetema <laughs> yeah so i mean if that if these kids know what what, what tetema is then what what does it tell you mm. their sexual understanding is way way higher than myself at that age when i was looking yeah. at them and then reminiscing about when i was the same age I mean, I was totally different. I was so out of the picture, but yeah. Hilda, hey, for me, don't even think about the word sex. <laughs> you are quite <laughs> Please don't, cause yo, hey, like I said, they are sexual beings. But I think the African society, the setup is very, very different. Such things don't even come. You can't even ask. 
now these are the conversations that we are having i am personally having at this age with my parents and it's the issue of oh you had a boyfriend so now you don't just sleep there are things that might happen are you ready for the consequences i mean that's the talk and yeah. also the talk of you know the sex right between a man and a woman mm-hmm. can either be married or not married mm-hmm. but there is sex obviously mm-hmm. and there's a lot that comes with it and also the fact that you're not even told that you can protect yourself there are contraceptives there yeah. is as if so for me such a conversation cannot even happen mm-hmm. let me just say my dad is one shy man he cannot even comprehend never, that never. let him just assume oh my daughter got married Oops. It's a baby who came. <laughs> no, I mean, but you get where they come from because yes. also for them, no one was there to tell them. Exactly. Just figure out along the way, mm-hmm. and that brings me to the point where <clears throat> Nahila had said something about you know, not being able to express, um, to say sex or even say that as a woman, mm-hmm. I want to have sex, mm-hmm. and it's not bad. Yes. It is not yes. bad. Exactly. You know. This is what I want. This is what my body is telling exactly. me, and this is how I want it. Yes. But I think from the onset of you not being told or being allowed to say sex is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Then that just builds the whole aspect of as a woman, you yes. cannot tell my partner this is what I want mm-hmm. without being considered exactly. a whole. Yeah, yeah. 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 Or someone who loves too much. Exactly. You know? yeah. so, yes. You're not meek enough. I Oh my god. So guys, please you can send in your stories and your experiences at our email which is differentfolks19 at gmail.com. We'll leave it in the description so you can please contact us even through Instagram, Twitter, all our handles. We'll have them on the description bar. And yeah, on on uh, Twitter as well and social media, you can also tell us um I mean, your first your first exposure to sex, how was it? And just learning about it um and also in the aspect of of just how do you perceive sex right now since probably you're informed or less informed how do you perceive is it a taboo mm. those are some of the things i don't know by the way is sex a taboo right now there's so much exposure there's <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even this not. video going around of a child there's a song there's one nasty song called do do so there's this kid who's just there dancing at it. So before I understood what Dudu means, it's like I have a Nikona Dudu Dudu. And Dudu is not an animal. In our era, that was an animal. But yes. it's a, it's a, or in our era, it was HIV. Yes, yes. yes. No, it's there. Yeah, yeah. Also, you can imagine all these experiences inform who you are even at your yeah. core mm. and how your sexual experience is going to be. And thereby, me, I believe when people are not having sex, they are very, really cranky, especially if you've already yes. started having sex. A good <laughs> yeah. I mean, all avenues of yeah. your life. Yeah. And the less we talk about it, the less people own it yeah. and understand that it's a big percentage of who we are mm-hmm. and relationships and all that aspect. So I think it's an amazing journey we are starting towards discovering our sexuality, even mm. as 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 our as hosts for this podcast, even trying to understand different place, uh, different people, and their experiences. Mm. So it will inform a lot. I'm looking forward to where we are going. I mean, I've had this conversation so many times. I think sex for a man, sex does not define a man. Sex doesn't define a it man. It doesn't. The practical aspect of having sex doesn't make you a man. Mm. You can be having all the 
the qualifications and the physical requirements of being a man. What are but the qualifications? This I is mean, interesting. Being a man, you've seen 40 year old men behaving like kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's not qualified to be a man, but yet he has all the paraphernalia of men. Yeah, he has yeah. all the, the items. Or he can, I mean, for me, sex is not, as she said, it's a matter of, de- of decision. Yeah. And then again, I don't have an, an isolated mentality. Mm-hmm. Sex will never come to an end. Mm-hmm. I mean, my advice to men, don't rush. I mean, this thing, God gave us these people. But don't be in a hurry that you have to capitalize on everything since you have, like, if you have a girl, then you have to capitalize or you have a girl in your life. The first time, Nazima Ubonyeze, Nazima Uribimbonga points, I mean, give yourself in the, the respect. Mm. You, I mean, in that what case, what do you then, say respect? What do you mean? I mean, having sex means that you're being disrespectful. No, no, I'm saying oh. in the line of what you say, like the the most most boastful part of being yeah. a man that like you have to have sex. Mm. You know, mm. I mean, for me, it's all about who are you having sex with. Because mm. I mean, if it's sex, then. Meaning, with all my qualifications, you guys, he has yeah. really I mean, nice beards. That's what I know. I mean, I know. And it's not that I'm boasting, but I have to, dis- to respect myself. I mean, me, for me, the aspect of sex is mental. Like, I have to plan, I have to have feelings for you. See, at T2, like, I just go out there, you know, the blend, but I don't know what I'm saying. But then there's this situation of men are visual creatures. They see you, they undress you, blah, blah, blah. I mean, yeah, we do that every day. I mean, but then that's something else. Nahila, Mm -hmm. we'll just go to something a bit different, Mm -hmm. dwelling on relationships Mm -hmm. and um, the pressure that it comes with. Mm -hmm. Does, is it mandatory for a relationship to be having sex or the people in that relationship to be having sex? Mm -hmm. Is there too much pressure? What's your take on that? So for me, I think uh, sex in relationships is dependent on the people that are in the relationship. So it's different according to people in the relationship. Yeah. There are people who say they want to wait, they want to have, they wait, they want to wait to have sex uh, till they are married, till they are older. I respect that. I can't judge that. It's not my part, mm-hmm. but I can't judge it. Mm-hmm. I love sex, me and too. for me, it's a big, it's a I big percentage that. of my relationship my determinant for my relationship i have to have good sex preach girl so the whole aspect of pressures of sex Mm -hmm. there will be women that are in relationships where they don't want to have sex but but the man is there (laughs) and constantly wanting sex and even though he he loves her at up up to some point but the aspect of sex not being on a table is a deal breaker especially for someone who's been having sex exactly and they meet someone who's not yeah Yeah. because i've been in phases in my life where I've decided I'm going to have I'm going to have minimal sex so I'm thinking it's affecting something in my life so let me stop having sex so my partner at the time has anezoia sex then how are you just deciding to tell someone no this is <laughs> what I'm going <laughs> to so even within institution of relationships there's such pressures where they're brought about by life choices that you're going through at the time and even for women that aren't having sex pressures from from relationships that they want to have sex i'm a people religious um people that take religion to mean that uh, you're not supposed to have sex till marriage, mm-hmm. so you're pressured to get married so that you can have sex. 
so there's so many dynamics in terms of pressure mm. and sex and relationships it's mind blowing how it will evolve and how it evolves even and make relationships turn out at the end because yeah. at the end of the day maybe you enter that relationship for sex yeah That's and so you had been with this person for so long you can't imagine being with someone else but then after the sex because it's such a, such a big percentage you realize the sex <clears throat> is bad so mm-hmm. where are we now yeah Julia, do you oh, think a relationship is determinant holy on sex holy <laughs> holy like is it a deal breaker for you um it's not really a deal breaker but to me personally um on my side i feel like i just can't date you without sex no we it just can't work that way but uh personally uh the pressure that comes with it i don't okay through my sexual experiences um i've normalized it i've made sex to be so normal i can talk to anyone about it and if for example let me i'm in a relationship with you by the way i'll just go straight to the point but basically communication we have to communicate about it i mean what's the point of, of us being in that relationship but to me um i feel like sex is just part of my water for me even before yeah. we, before we come to that sex mm-hmm. are you respectful that's true. i mean for me for me my deal breaker is the respect mm-hmm. not even the love Mm-hmm. For me, are you able to respect me as a man? Oh my God, For me, if you can't respect yes. me, whether you are the, have the biggest yeah. assets in the world mm-hmm. or you have the biggest genie, I agree with you. The aspect of uh, sex and how down the line it affects all that—that's if you find out if someone respects you, that's what dating is for. Mm-hmm. Because for me, my deal-breaker is someone who is kind, and I cannot get someone who is respect the waiters in a restaurant mm-hmm. and I start talking back to people exactly. I, I, I cannot stand people who are not kind because mm-hmm. we need enough kindness in the world mm-hmm. so I think that is also the aspect of dating how we yeah, communicate so for me if you even do that period of dating mm-hmm. I mean I, I'm happy, I have my own means or mechanism to get if you are respectful if not yeah. for me even before even we start dating we start a relationship that period it says three months your, your period for me is enough yeah yeah so what's on your side feel that um it's not really a deal breaker i say that it has to be a conversation you need to have just you need to know where this person is and um if it's necessary for him or her or for him at this case to have sex and what does it mean to you but like Vincent said, a relationship is not really just built on sex. And if it is, then after it's like an FWB situation and it's not a relationship. So my take would be we communicate about it. If it's something that you feel, you know, we're drawn to, it happens naturally. It doesn't have to be forced. So it's and it has to be shown If it's potential on both ends, then why not? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that is just a bonus to whatever things like the cream, cream, the cream of the relationship, right? Mm-hmm. When you have friendship, you have now the values that you guys are touched on. Then that is just a bonus. It's not the main thing. So the underlying thing I've gotten from all of us is the aspect of communication in a relationship, and I think we should also have a podcast on the whole aspect of communication, considering that we come from different backgrounds, even in our relationships. You were brought up differently. 
So communication is always going to be a problem, yet it is the core of any relationship. Oh my god. So the aspect of communication and also comprehension. Because mm-hmm. even as you communicate, this person has to be able to understand what mm-hmm. you communicate. And very respectful. Exactly. So I think that's a whole other kind of worms we will dive into yeah. uh, in a later date if you keep Yes. Thank you guys. Thank you for listening to us. Keep listening to different strokes for different folks.